With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, we are back. Thank you for joining us. This is Infinite Love Talk Radio, and we are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. We are coming to you live via Blog Talk Radio, our most favorite place to be out. And you guys know that is right, everybody. And you can join us live by calling 347 215 8305, or you can go into the chat room at any time throughout the entire show. And today, we will share with you our thoughts on the Tiger Woods scandal and the world of monogamy. That's right, baby. And most of you know, okay, recently, well, as recent as Friday, I was on the Larry King show, and I was asked my opinion on Tiger Woods' apology for his indiscretions, etc. And I stated um, that I didn't feel his apology was enough. And so we're going to jump right on in. We're going to open the floodgates because we're talking about monogamy. We're not singling out Mr. Woods right here. We're just going to talk about kind of the scenario, kind of current events, hot topics, and what's going on. I was asked what my opinion was, and I stated that I didn't feel it was enough. I feel like it was scripted and kind of shallow because when you're wrong or you do something or you feel wholeheartedly about something, most of the time, um, you know, we as humans can kind of give our opinion without having to read it. And I don't know if that necessarily helped his situation and, and where he's at right now in the in the public eye and um, in the societal view. I don't know where he rates with that. Um, I think there's mixed um, opinions on it. I think they um, did some polls, and at first people were a little supportive. But I think more than anything, they really wanted to support the man, the golfer, the person that we all um, have grown to admire over the years. See, he is by far the best golfer in the world. I take nothing away from that. I don't judge him or um, try to say I know his life or his relationship or anything like that. So I wanted to get it clear, first and foremost, right here on my radio show. And by the way, I just adored being on Larry King and, and, and um, you know, getting to conversate with those people, with some great people on the panel, and um, just what the topic is. And I think it opens the doors for us to all talk about monogamy and why it's important. And we'll cover some of those um, points as we go on with this conversation. But I really wanted to thank all the people that emailed, that went on our MySpace, that's reach out and just said congratulations to myself um, for being on there and to my husband and myself for our relationship and how we live by example. Um, we took a lot while uh, my husband played basketball. I'm sure all of you know that. And, um, you know, as far as people and, their, and the things that they had to say and their opinions and their judgments and their thoughts and their stories they conjured up to all the way down to just, you know, really childish behavior. And what I want most people to understand and know is that over time, that's what's important. And here we are, married, respecting and loving each other, and we we defended it, but then again, we just kind of let people make up their own minds because you can never change other people's minds. So I just really wanted to address what was said and what my opinion is, and that's I just really felt like she should be there. She should have been there with him when he made his public apology because he humiliated her in public, an apology. I don't know, but my opinion is 
I would have wanted that apology public just like I would. What's your thoughts, Dave? Well, I think it's interesting that we are, you know, we've all come to know Tiger the golfer, and Tiger the golfer is a monster on the golf course. And I think this is the first time that we've ever seen Tiger the person, obviously. Uh, You know, nice to meet you, everybody, and this is unfortunately not the best way that you want to try to meet somebody. Uh, It was so unfortunate because... And this is something that a lot of parents and different stuff, you know, they take a a person and all of a sudden they become a role model like their whole life. And that's that's not that you can really do because Tiger the person, I think we're seeing that he is – uh, he hasn't been um, – he's been sheltered for almost his whole life. You know, golf is everything pretty much to him. And we see – I think in my in my view we're seeing a person who has a, 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 a area of mm-hmm. his life stunted in growth, and that is being able to get up and, and just speak about himself. And uh, when we saw him reading um, his apology, I, I was saying to myself that I don't I, – I, I didn't dig that. I thought that maybe you'd get up there and you just speak from the heart and you just let it fly with whatever it is that you're feeling because there's not that many tr- people truly that you have to apologize to. I mean, first right. and foremost, your wife and your family. Beyond right. that, I, I don't really think that there's anybody else. All the other people that are out there kind of come together, and hopefully we will see Tiger back out on the golf course doing the things and living the life that he says that he wants to live and the person that he wants to be and become. And uh, these are the things that, that are beautiful about life at the same time because you have a fall, and it's how you get up. What do you do when you get up? And that that's the beauty of it. And hopefully we see Tiger make a response and come back even stronger than he was before he left. Oh, most definitely. And, you know, it's a funny situation, like my husband said, you know, with life. And, you know, going forward, I know we're going to be asked to stress our opinion in the future and go forward with it. And I'm going to always stand true to my beliefs, and that is monogamy comes first, y'all. Today we are talking about monogamy. We wanted to also bring up the fact that not just Tiger Woods, there's so many people, public figures and the like, out there in scandal-ridden relationships, uh, doing things against their family, committing adultery, lying to the public, all the different things that they're doing that they really don't need to do. And some of the reasons that monogamy is so important is let's talk about the health issues that come with um, not respecting your body and your person in that way. Now, a lot of people may say, well, you know, if someone doesn't eat right every day, they're not respecting their body either, and that's true. But I beg to differ. When you go out and you actually um, put yourself in a health in a risky health situation with other people that you know nothing about, you really don't have history with, they're out sleeping with all these other people. That's part of the reason AIDS and everything else is spreading so rapidly. We'll talk about that on another show that we're going to be doing in the future because, as you guys know, our daughter is the United States Youth Ambassador on HIV and AIDS. And as you also know, I've always been a strong, strong um, advocate to uh, monogamy and respecting yourself, whether you're in a marriage, whether you're boyfriend and girlfriend, or whether you're single, you know, make sure you're taking very good care of your temple, your body. Everyone deserves to give themselves the best possible chance of being a healthy individual. We can't control who gets cancer, who gets this, who gets that. What you can control is how are you going to treat yourself? How are you going to carry yourself? Can you go to sleep at night? Can you wake up the next day not having the worries and issues of sexually transmitted diseases, the worries and issues of lying to your mate, lying to yourself and making excuses? I mean, it can go on and on. But guess what? This show is not about the negative side of it. It's about helping the different people out there. We get a lot of calls, a lot of emails. A lot of questions, and mainly one of the reasons that I write the kind of books that I write, and my husband as well, is we're trying to inspire, empower, and educate their masses and let them see something different. You hear about the same thing over and over and over again from these books that's out there, but nobody's really addressing the real issues. Don't hide behind the wall. Don't say the right things. Don't pretend it's this way when it's not, because if we're going to become a better society, we have to step forward and step to the plate and start educating each other and being support systems for each other and saying, wait a minute, what you're doing is just not right. I'm not telling you how to behave, but I'm telling you, take a look at your life. You say you want it this way, but you're not doing things conducive to getting it to be that way. So that's kind of why we wanted to go over these four points. These are four very very important points that we're going to talk about, and then we're going to 
welcome a very special guest to the show. Um, you guys know him. He's our artist, but I would definitely tell you that when that time comes. And covering these, um, these points, we'll start with uh, my husband with the societal view on monogamy. Well, the societal view on monogamy, in my opinion, is everyone, mm, and, right. and, and I'm speaking more uh, of the men here, because a lot of people look at that as weak. And, uh, you know, there's a variety is what um, society spews, you know, mm-hmm. variety right. in relationship. Go out and be with as many people as That's you can. Right. Conquer, and all of a sudden you're stronger in these different things. Society pushes sex because sex sells, fake and quasi-relationships. These That's are the right. things that are, are pushed, and at the same time, we're pushing that as a society. We're watching STDs rise, especially HIV, but how can we say that, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you want a strong society, you want these strong things, and then you push away from that by not pushing monogamy on it society. Is. It's, it's really a tough thing to, to look at as, as a man and as an individual of someone who is trying to make sure that I am that example for my children and for my family. That's right, and I, I can't say any more than what my husband just said. The next one we have is satire from ignorance or childishness. Where is it coming from? Where are these people, these bloggers, these folks on the Internet, these folks, uh, you know, writing in these newspapers, these people with a voice? If you guys recall, we were on Tyra Banks a while back, and on there I spoke and I said, these folks with the voice are not choosing to be the right kind of voice. Don't tell your one-sided view. Don't tell your half-hearted reason on why you think something is right or something is wrong, especially if you're ignorant to the fact of what the truth of that matter is. I've never, ever um, neglected the fact that important to me is my family, first and foremost. Important to me is my husband and my marriage what I show my children, and important to me is being able to live with myself. And so satire comes from a really evil, dark place. I don't find it funny, and I don't think anybody else really does, except for people that live in a, in a mindset of let me, you know, drag on others to feel better about myself. And, you know, I was told once by a reporter, <laughs> I called them and I said, why would you write such a story about people you don't know? I would be the first to take you up on an interview uh, invitation, come on your show, and explain to you where exactly I'm coming from. Would you like to do that? And they said, we are so sorry, but this is called satire, and you have to develop a thicker skin and understand that you're now a public figure. And I said, I didn't ask <laughs> to be considered that. I got married to a person. I married a man, and regardless if he's a basketball player or he's a postman, I should have the right to decide whether I want to be publicly uh, put in the middle of all these little innuendos and satire made up about me. But once I understood that, wait a minute, this is the game and this is the way it's played. They're going to write the stories, they're going to make up the things, and then they're going to put it out there. And society being, you know, most of the people in society not really following their own, you know, minds and just kind of going with the flow, you know, ebb and flow – they may end up believing it. And so we found that, you know, some people did, but there was a lot of people that didn't. So I think satire comes from ignorance and childishness. What what do you think it comes from, babe? Well, I I obviously think Mm -hmm. when you talk about satire, there's humor in everything. And if you can see the humor in something, that is fantastic. But when it starts to be something that is taken to, you know, trying to hurt people, that's where I think that the biggest problem lies. And that's just, that, that's terrible, and I, I don't think that necessarily people need to do that. Now, when we talk about the lies on those living, um, you know, people who lie on those people who are living in a committed or a right way, and they make they try to make others, they try to make themselves feel good at someone else's expense, which is kind of what you're saying, babe, and that's a satire. That's a mob mentality. I think a lot of people follow and uh, they fall to peer pressure, and ultimately it is easier to be a follower than it is to walk your own path and do something that you want to do in your way and not worry about what somebody else is thinking. So that's really the mob mentality. I definitely agree, and that was number three, lies and, you know, on those living the right way. You guys, we got to change as a society. Let's step up to the plate. You know, we, we really like um, – spoken word. We watch a lot of that kind of stuff, but I take everything, you know, very seriously. I don't I don't act one way and be one way and go up and down. I try to be an individual that treat others as I want to be treated, and I think that's why God has blessed me 
over the years and my family over the years because we try to live by example. So I'm asking everybody out there listening to the radio show today to understand that this is a serious topic, and that's why we sound so serious and so um, into what we're talking about because we got to stop playing games, folks. we got to stop acting like it's okay to do this and do that and make excuses up and, oh, well, this and that when it's not something that's going our way or something that we inside believe because we're not being honest with ourselves. Let's go ahead and face reality. Let's go ahead and make a change. We um, have been doing a lot of great things behind the scenes to hopefully get our voices out there and let people understand that it's cool to still do the right thing, make choices and and live with those choices. The last one on this uh, four-point agenda that we have today is infidelity in the family, what it does and how it destroys the bond and the very foundation. And I just want to say, you know, um, when someone goes out and commits an infidelity, the, the, first, the first and foremost thing they need to understand is they made a choice. They made a choice to do it. And the first thing they need to do is admit it, be responsible for it. As uh, John Sally stated on Larry King Live, you know, you got to take responsibility. Certain things that certain people say, him included, I may not agree with, but that point I did. You have to take responsibility. You have to go first to the people that you've hurt, and that is your family, and you have to make it clear that you've made a mistake and you're ready to accept the consequences. And those consequences, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, is leave, pack your bags, and go. And some people, as John Sally stated, is, well, you get married and you say that you love each other to the end. I love you for who you are. I love you to the end. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. But when you go out and commit infant, and then it was commented that, oh, then those people want to abandon them. It's not abandonment. It's making the right decision for my life because you chose to go against what we committed to. So my point is, and, and I'll make it real briefly, is, that person abandoned the marriage or the relationship when they went out and chose to involve a third party without the other one's consent. So that's what infidelity is. It destroys the family bond. It destroys the family foundation. It destroys the very core of something that should be so pure and so special and so real. And so anybody that has any halfway or sidewinded way to try to explain it away, like some people have done on national television in the last two and three days, I'm sure you guys have all checked that out, it, it's really an unfortunate thing. And, and they really ought to take a look at their own self and their own life because it's a bitter, bitter battle with the devil. And that's just my opinion. And I'm going to continue to say that as long as I live. I will always stand. I will always advocate for monogamy in marriage, monogamy in relationships, monogamy to oneself. Treat yourself with the utmost importance. My husband told me something a long time ago. He said, always give yourself the best possible chance to win. And the only way you're going to win is if you're true to yourself. So we're not going to really haggle on this conversation because, it can continue to go on and on, and it can go in 50 million different directions because everybody is entitled and everybody has their opinion. But what we're going to do is we're going to tell you something. Our message is simple, okay? Our message is very simple. Respect yourself, respect your family, and respect your word, and make the right choices in life that you can live with. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to go on with the rest of the show for more, please pick up one or both of our best-selling books, No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball, and or, we forget both, that's great too, I think you'll find something in both, and they are available everywhere books are sold. You can also pick up Love Pond, a fun variety love and romance guide for couples. You can also go to www.lovepond, which is L-U-V, the dash symbol, P-O-N-S dot com, or www.jackiechristie.com, and you can check us out there, and we're going to take a quick break before we welcome our very special guest. I had to Thank do you. something for my fellas, right? Time, time after time, time after time, singing 
Everybody, with no further ado, we're going to bring on a very special guest. Um, we welcome him actually back to the show. It is our artist, like we talked about earlier, Mr. Bobby Tinsley. And for those of you that's new to the show, Bobby is a recording artist, producer, writer, and just an all-out, multi-talented, wonderful, great human being. Did I say enough? I think you guys get the drift, okay? He signed the John Ross Fire Records, the hottest new record label on the scene, no doubt. And he is sharing some of the great new things he has going on. We will also debut a few of his newest joints that has yet to hit the airwaves and ears of all his many fans out there. So here we go. We will begin right now with his latest cut entitled Can't Let the Music Die. And this is Bobby Tinsley, recording artist, multi-talented individual, and genre fire record. Yeah. You know, I may be young, but... I still remember when music used to mean something more. We can't let the music die. I study right rhymes. All I do is grind. I just scored again while y'all napping on the sidelines. I'm like Shaq tight. Y'all like five nine, so that must be the reason that your face is in my waistline. Should I call time? You need a minute? Yeah, that's my bad. I forgot. Y'all ain't even in it. I don't have to cuss up in my raps to complete a sentence. Wordplay long and my microphone's on. But my radio's off because that auto-tune's born. Look, and anybody really sing anymore? And that's why we cry when the great ones die. Because they music touch the soul in a way we can't describe. Marvin Gaye, Michael J, Teddy P, y'all and me will never be replacing what I always strive to be. Because they say R&B is dead. But I know it's a lie. It's just patiently waiting for me to bring it back to life. Uh, and I got this. I got this. I got this. We Oh, yeah, we can hear you. How you doing, Bobby? <laughs> What's up, Doug? What's up, Jackie? 
What's up, Bobby? You know we are still in that song. <laughs> oh, I am happy. That is awesome. Yeah, I am. I'm excited. It's been a it's been a nice new little musical journey for me lately. So I've been just uh, having fun and making a lot of music. You know, I think the the pleasure of being you know an artist that writes and you know writing your own music is you just express yourself so many different ways. And so that's definitely uh, one side of me right there. So it's pretty cool. No question, Bobby. Well, what do you got? What, what's going on with you currently? Without giving away the big secret of what you just worked on this weekend, what do you got going on currently? What's happening with you for all your fans out there? Wow. Well, definitely there are there's some big things on the way coming that I can't get into. But um, but one of the things that I am really excited about right now is I have this uh, brand new project about to drop called Can't Let the Music Die, and uh, you know it's a uh, it's a mixtape style type project, being that it's going to be available free for all my fans to download off my website, which is uh, bobbytinsleymusic.com. But um, it's going to be different, you know, as far as the mixtape game is concerned, because, you know, it's, it's basically a free album. You know, it's, it's all original songs. You know, I'm not doing anything over anybody else's beats, but, you know, I wrote, produced, you know, uh, arranged the whole entire project. It's 14 songs. And um, it's just going to be, you know, a really, really awesome project that I think is going to give a lot of people a different side of me. You know, um, I've been making music for going on like seven years now, you know, ever since I was young, you know, I started doing it. And um, to be at this point right now where, you know, I have an album out um, available, um, you can also pick it up in Walmart here in uh, the Georgia area and, you know, soon to come outside of there. Um, but to be able to actually have this project that I can put out there for people that may not be familiar with my music, you know, to let them get a taste of it and, you know, to go, you know, uh, pick it up for free and just, you know, get acquainted to what, with what I'm doing. I think it's going to be really cool, and I'm excited to, um, to you know, meet some new fans along the way. So that's, like, the biggest thing that we're really prepping up for, and it actually drops on, uh, on March 1st. So I'm really, really excited about that. Now that's hot, Bobby, and you and this is your new mixtape called Can't Let the Music Die and they're gonna be able to pick it up free. We just had another artist on the show last week that kinda of did the same thing. He was from day twenty six and he did that same thing and I think that's the new trend that's starting to happen is people is like when they're that good and it's undeniable and they can share with their fans and connect with their fans in that way and give them something. Now I'm giving you're giving back to your fans. So it's like I'm giving something back to you for supporting me. That's that's brilliant. Then you guys heard the joint we just played, Bobby. Oh my God, that is crazy! You've not really seen that side of it, you know, the rap side of it. So we're gonna have you freelance a little bit later in the segment, Bobby. Definitely, if you don't mind. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm always down to play around. So, <laughs> but no, I think okay, it's, you know, well, it's, guess what? We're gonna we're gonna share a little bit about this surprise project. Um, that you've been working on. We're going to let them hear just a little tiny episode. What do you think, Bobby? you think we should do that? Oh, boy. I don't know if they're ready. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> honey, honey, come on. You're the man that makes the decisions. Is they ready for just a little tiny bit? The, the world has been ready for Bobby, and if there, there's no better time than the present is what I always say. Okay. We're going to give you guys a little episode of what Bobby just worked on with his label mate, Channy, and um, – Wow, you made you made her dreams come true and made everybody down here in LA come true and here we go you guys. Unity uniformity must be our aim. We attain unity only through variety. Differences must be integrated, not annihilated. We are the youth, we are the world. There comes a time when we hear a certain call. When the world comes together as one. That's all we're going to give you guys. you got to stay tuned. You're going to have people ha be responsible for some heart attacks right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Bobby. Wow. That's, hey, man, I tell you, every time we hear it, it gives oh. us chills. That's all I'm going to say to the people out there because when you hear yeah. it, you're going to feels it may cause crying so have some tissue ready because Bob <laughs> back his foot he sat down on it Shani jumped on his back and he was putting his foot in it and his back so he's recuperating right now 
You oh, guys, man. we got some beautiful talent involved with this project that Bobby has been able to make happen. He has done something epic. Um, him and his little label mate, his little sister Shani, is is just just huge. And this is going to be something beautiful. It's going to reach all people in all genres in life. So just stay tuned. It's coming out soon. And honey, you got something you want to ask. Well, I wanted to ask you, Bobby, you know, with your new style of music, not not what we just heard, but with your new style of music, what kind yeah. of, you know, that you're unleashing on the world, what inspired you to take kind of that route when that, you know, hasn't been what, what most people are used to hearing from Bobby Tinsley? I mean, like, honestly, you know, it's, it's kind of like a little bit of a complex answer. I mean, I've been doing now, like I said, you know, for so long writing music, and the thing about it is, like, you know, as an artist, when you write, you express yourself so many different ways. Um, you know, I have projects out that people associate with me. You know, they think, okay, you have this one side. You know, you, they know me for ballads. They know me for big love songs and stuff like that. But, you know, people don't really, I guess they haven't really known that I do, you know, write other stuff and I do rap and, you know, I do different other things. But, um and so just right around this time and just, you know, the current state of music, you know, I feel there's a lot of talent out there. And, you know, there's also, like, a lot of talent that's getting overlooked. And, um, you know, you just combine the fact of, you know, Drake being a really hot artist right now and, you know, kind of coming in and just, you know, interjecting his sound into hip-hop. And, you know, um, I think hip-hop's kind of cool. You know, it's getting back to a lot of different MCs that, you know, really have, you know, flow and can really, you know, do their thing. And so, you know, I just said, let me just try to put my little stamp on, you know, this time period right now and just try to do my thing. And um, it's just been really cool to hear people respond to it, you know, as well as they have. You know, I don't – I definitely don't make a claim to be, you know, the best rapper or anything like that. I'm just – you know, I'm just really passionate about music, and I hope that people really get that from me at the end of the day, that, you know, no matter what I put my hand to, I want my passion to shine through. And um, I think that uh, that this is a great way for me rapping to be able to do that because, you know – when you're singing, you only have so much time on a verse. But, you know, when you rap, you can just spit a lot more lines in that little time. So it's crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting, Bobby. We got another joint we want to share with everybody. And this one I want you to intro for us. And I just say it got something to do with night. What's that? I'll say it got something to do with night. You want to intro your next one that we're about to play? Um. Yeah. Let's. Uh. You said it has something to do with Nice. I, I'm sorry, it's just breaking up here. N I C H T. Night. Night. Yeah, this <laughs> song right here. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, this song right here is definitely um. Hmm. How can I put it? This song is for all those people out there that you know um have been in situations where they run into people that you know only are talking to them because they think that they're a star or maybe on their way to something great or something like that. And, you know, uh, I think they're going to be able to identify with this song. So that's all I'm going to say. Okay, here we go, you guys. All night long. You know I'm so official, I'm such a pro. They say I love them and leave them, but they don't know me, though. Because if they knew me, they know that I was a one-woman type. I don't get my Tiger Woods on, y'all. No, you can hitch a ride to the crib. I'll call you a taxi. Look, there it is. I'm sorry, but I got plans to be great. And the quickest way to ruin them is a woman in the way, yeah. All Oh, uh, see, it was so hot. It made it stopped on its own. Can you believe that, Bobby? I guess it ain't ready for the people to listen to But you know what, you guys heard him You gotta go on March 1st And you gotta cop his free mixtape That's on there too, it's called All Night Long You got a flavor for it And we got one more before we let this busy man go Because he's got so much happening So many people pulling at his coattails Wanting him to do this, wanting him to do that What charities are you involved with right now, Bobby? Right now, um, one of the primary charities and organizations I'm working with are the Children's Miracle Network. Um, I just officially became a um, spokesperson for them, and I'm really excited. We started doing a ton of different go to children's hospitals and um, actually bring the gift of music to these kids. Um, I wrote a I wrote a song for the Macon's Children's Hospital here in Georgia, 
and uh, it ended up becoming um, a theme song for their hospital and uh, is, you know, the Children's Miracle Network is using it to, to reach these kids. It's called Smile on the Inside. And so, you know, I've been able to partner up with them. There, there's, honestly, you know, as a, as a younger person, I spent a lot of time in the hospital. I had, um, had appendicitis when I was younger and, you know, I actually almost died. And so, you know, um, just being able to go in there to kids and, and, and reach kids that are, you know, sick in there like I was is just, is really, you know, sometimes overwhelming, and it's more than you can ask for to just be able to do. So I'm working with them. Um, I work with an organization out in California called Safe Haven, which is a domestic abuse organization that um, helps women who have been beaten and battered to, to find refuge and help them, you know, get their lives together so that they can, you know, move on and, you know, do the things that they need to do. So um, I, I love it. It's, it's amazing, and it's just, it's just a real call and an honor to be able to, you know, use your, your talents and stuff to be able to, you know, I help other people. That's beautiful, Bobby. We're going to debut one more song before we let you go, and we want you to share with everybody before um, where they can go to connect with you. What's your website? Uh, my website is Bobby Tinsley Music. That's that's going to actually be up on March 1st. Right now you can go to What About BJT, which has been whataboutbjt.com, which has been my website for, for the last little bit. But it's actually going to switch over brand new to bobbytinsleymusic.com. You can hit me up on MySpace, myspace.com slash Bobby Tinsley, or Twitter, twitter.com slash Bobby Tinsley, and um, definitely connect with me there. Wow, that's hot. Here we go. This one's titled Four Tracks, you guys. And, Bobby, would you say this sums up to, you know, how your journey and how you got to where you are today? Yes, this this song is, is kind of the um, just a little bit of a story of, you know, all the different things and trials through over the years you know, until I got to the place where I am right now and, and working with my wonderful record company, you guys, and just being able to just um, just be able to do things that I'm doing now, you know. But, you know, people need to realize that it wasn't always, you know, that way. And, you know, definitely anytime you want to build something, you, you have to start at the bottom and, you know, build a foundation, you know, whether it's music or, you know, sports or anything, you know, there definitely is a, is, a, is a cost that you pay. So this is four tracks. Here we go. You know, sometimes I get to the point where I get so many of my emotions and feelings bottled up that I feel like I may never get them out. I mean, this has been my dream ever since I was a little boy. Khalid, my record company, John Fire. Thank y'all for helping make this happen. But tonight I gotta take it back to the beginning, way before I even had a CD. And I only laid four tracks down to it.
So I started doing shows, traveling around, singing everywhere that I could. But it's not easy when you can't even buy your own car because your credit ain't good. Plus, I see the videos that the end would. Best friend just got a ride with Chrome, and I ain't even got me a place of my own. Living with my mom, so sick, get home. Pops works hard, fingers to the bone. He won't admit it, but I know he's getting old. Wish so bad I could let him lay low. And everything I have, I would give it because I owe them. Look, I ain't even trying to shed tears, but I can't hold them back right now. 2005, this is how I went down. Until I got signed and it all turned around. Or at least I thought, based on the car that I bought, you would think I was rich. In a new city, all alone and my friends ain't there. Do you think I'm handling it? Call the label up, but I can't seem to get them to pick up the phone. Why is this? And every time I call my girl up, we argue to three in the morning and we just can't quit. One night I almost took my life Then and there Almost drove my car off of a bridge But somebody who cared Named Khalid Called myself when I was thinking suicide Said God had a plan for me And, and I changed my mind So one year later When I was seated at some label's desk Out in NYC Offering me money in the fame Time for the check Bobby and X We'll put you on video screens All that we need is for you to let go of your manager, please We all agree he ain't right for the team He's trying to keep you too nice to these teens Oh, you ain't know? Sex it sells And we're in the business of selling it well Look at our sales, can't you tell? Yeah, but that's when I looked at them straight in the eyes No compromise, I'm not the guy to live a lie And by the way, it's not just I It's more like we what I mean, my man is more like a brother to me, and that's real, in case you wanna ask, yeah, and now I'm up in Beverly Hills where the bills pile way too fast, won two awards last year, but I still got fears that it's never gonna really last, yeah, so I spend long nights in my room writing songs for the truly great, never get passed on, but some a and Wants a hook from Drake And that's how it feels when you're looking for a break Sending them songs that they never even take But still you keep grabbing the pad and the pen and the end Everybody, that's Bobby Tinsley. You got to get his mixtape, Can't Let the Music Die. As you can see, he's going deep, y'all. He got raps. He got things. He's going to take you back to his journey. Bobby, we thank you for coming on the show. We're going to definitely have you back on again. Well, you know, you stuck with us anyway for life, so <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no, no, thank you guys so much for having me on again. Once again, it's, it's always awesome to be on here. And you know what? Please say hello to the beautiful missus for us, and you know who that would be. She's very special to us, as you are, and we will talk to you later, man. All righty, I definitely will do. Talk to you guys later. Peace. 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 Everybody, you know what? It's that time. We're going to jump right in seconds with E and J. I just wanted to keep you guys, but can't let the music die again. That's Bobby's other joint that he played earlier today. Remember that one? Okay, baby, you ready to go ahead and do it? You're going to start it off. 60 seconds with D and J. That's right. Athletes and entertainers, role models are what they are, people. When we allow our kids to look outside of our home, guess what? A letdown is sure to come. From Charles Barkley telling us that he is no role model to recent Tiger Woods scandal. Being a role model for sport or acting career is one thing, so it becomes nothing more than emulating art. But often we have no idea of a person's actions off the field, court, or screen. So do not be let down or disappointed when a star falls. After all, the true test of a person's character is not when they fall because in some way they surely will, but rather with what type of dignity and grace they get up and continue their lives. So let's celebrate the arts and sports for what they are, entertainment, and allow them to do just that, entertain us, as we try to be the best role models we can be for our children. That's 60 seconds. Now, see, and that's why I can't follow up with nothing. I don't have anything, you guys. You heard that. That's real talk, y'all. And just just stay tuned. We got some deep projects we're working on. I know we'd be like, okay, we're going to share this, but we just can't because right now it's just, it's just oh, wow. Uh, it's, it's, 
there's revelations happening, and as you just heard what my husband had to say, we don't have to bring it to the people. You know what this show is about today. It's about monogamy and taking responsibility for one's life and oneself. If you missed the first part of this segment, you definitely got to go back and listen to the podcast. It's also available on iTunes, and it doesn't cost, so go check it out. We're dropping some serious information. We drew playing games. We're going to bring it to you guys real. No more nice stuff. We don't have to just get in people's faces. Just like when I said on Larry King the other night, I'm not accepting no excuses. I'm not accepting no BS, okay? Now, I'm going to give you my 60 seconds. Here you go. right on down in the sports. We're going to bring him to you live right now, and I think the Wizzle's with you. That's right, from a soldier of love to a soldier of sport. Wizzle, are you there? Are you there? Hey, uh, okay, what am I going to do, slap my phone? Hold on, let me slap it once. No question about it. Well, first and foremost, Black History Month, I want to give a shout-out to the first African-American hockey player with the Boston Bruins. Uh, I'm sorry, man. The phone is breaking in and out. Uh, hello? Hello? Hello?
championship run is going to be very, very difficult. Now, we have um, Tiger Woods' speech. We don't know if it was enough. We covered it during the Get Wizzle's insight on that and what he thinks. If Tiger Woods, Wizzle, you there with me now? I'm here. I'm here. I'm not moving if you don't move. There you go, Wizzle. Well, you know what? There were two games on today, Wizzle, Orlando and Cleveland. Actually, there are, there's a couple games on even now, but I just wanted to touch on something because looking at the Orlando Magic, Vince Carter versus Hito Turkoglu, who do you like in that? Should they have got Vince or should they have kept with Hito? What do you think? Uh, I, I personally think they should have stuck with Hito, uh, and there's nothing personal against Vince. I just think that. Uh, they started to to bud and gel together as a team, and uh, I think that everybody knew where everybody was going to be, and 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 the type of team they had. Uh, Hedo still had a little bit of that king's ball left in him, if you will. So in terms of penetrating and kicking it out and and really sharing the ball, uh, and I just think that that really suits well for that team, just moving the ball and and taking advantage of of the spot up shooters. No question about it. When I look at uh, Cleveland, you know, okay, they were head and shoulders, I thought, above everyone in the Eastern Conference last year, although they lost to Orlando, so that kind of proves you're wrong. Well, they make a move for Antoine Jamerson when they could have made a move for Amari Stoudemire. Antoine Jamerson against Orlando, in my opinion, isn't a good matchup because he isn't the typical power forward that you would need when you look at Stoudemire. He matches up great with Rashard Lewis, whereas Antoine Jamison is kind of a mirror of Rashard Lewis. What do you think about that? Well, uh, I can definitely agree with that. And there's some, uh, something to be said about the fact that uh, Amari Stoudemire is amongst the, the, the tops and the leaders in the league with dunks. And I know that's a small and an overlooked stat, but that just uh, pretty much equates to equal uh, to easy unassisted buckets. We're talking about buckets that uh, he pretty much can just go up, get a rebound, and go up and finish it. And uh, those are 100% buckets. Uh, he obviously plays above the rim, uh, and I think that that's what they need uh, with another young young stud that uh, that really plays a lot like LeBron in the feed off of his energy. There's nothing personal against Anton Jameson. I just think that that deal right now could have really, really put Cleveland over the top with uh, picking up Amari Stoudemire. No question about it. In the second game, we had Denver and Boston, and this was a was kind of a game, but you could see that Denver was far superior except for the, lacks, the lack of mental toughness from time to time. Well, that's kind of how I look at Denver. They go up and down. One night they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. The next night they go to the lowly Washington Whistle, uh, Washington Whistles, Washington Wizards, and they uh, just – turn it in, and they lose. And when you see them, they are, they, they are aggressive. They're defensive-minded, meaning they're tough. They have offensive explosiveness. Is this a team that you really think can vie for a championship, or is this something that's in, in the uh, playoffs they're, they're going to go down and, and hit the bottom? Well, definitely they are a team that is equipped and suited to do it. Uh, obviously, that's the biggest challenge. Uh, you've got to have the talent first and foremost, and then you've got to – uh, to pretty much play with adversity the the whole time in terms of maybe starting a series on the road and 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 playing against being an underdog against the popular team which is really really huge. Uh, I don't know if they've peaked and met that mental toughness yet, but uh, I think they have the chance. Uh, they obviously have the talent. They got a lot of guys, and they're uh, very dangerous if they seems like they screw their heads on right. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's something to be uh, about the All Star, uh, the type of tutelage that the All Stars should have and implement on a team in terms of professionalism, finishing, going hard, 100, and 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 really, really, uh, you know, implementing your will on teams. So uh, uh, maybe it starts uh, with their better players, but uh, obviously uh, they are a talented team. No question about it. Now, the team they faced, the Boston Celtics, this is a team that I consider not really too much worrying about the post, uh, the regular season. They're more built for the playoffs. As long as they don't drop below the four seed, obviously, in the Eastern Conference, I think that they will be ready for the playoffs. Now, this, uh, um, the, the trade for Nate Robinson, do you think that that puts them over the hump? As long as they're uh, healthy and ready uh, when the playoffs starts, is this a team that can for a championship. Well, I, I definitely think that that's another one of the ball clubs that uh, obviously have a huge amount of talent, 
and I believe that the the acquisition of Nate Robinson is really going to help him in a couple couple different ways. Uh, in one, uh, you do get the same uh, type of spot up shooting that uh, Eddie House provided, but uh, then again, you get the 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 ability of Nate to to, to create for himself off the dribble and, and doing that and uh, and assisting other players. So uh, creating out the dribble, penetrating, kicking, I really think that uh, it, it really is going to shore up his skills and, and, and expose him, if you will, uh, to the one-on-one matchups because uh, he's playing on a team where you pretty much can't leave anybody. And I also think that uh, obviously playing with KG and, and veterans and, and people who will punch you in your side when you're wrong obviously doesn't hurt you either. No question. This is Infinite Love Talk Radio. Right now you are joining us. This is Doug Christian. And we are joined by the Wizzle Talking Sports. Uh, Wizzle, we're talking trades right now, and let's look at the Dallas trade. Karan Butler, uh, Brendan Hayward, in my eyes, this really moves Dallas a lot closer to Denver than a healthy Lakers team. Uh, what does Karan and Brendan Hayward bring to the Dallas Mavericks? Well, uh, obviously, um, they bring a steady a steadiness, and obviously, uh, they've been uh, uh, traveled players themselves, and they haven't had a great deal of success. I think right now is probably the best time in their lives when they can, you know, look at a goal and, and, and can can really put your nose down and, and to go towards it because they're playing with a lot of guys who are, are at the later parts of their careers, and they're, they're really giving it their all. So I, I think that's a good matchup in terms of. Uh, meshing in terms of camaraderie and the type of players you're getting. You're getting guys who are talented, but they're talented and they work hard and they're willing to improve in, in the various stages of their game. So uh, I do think that helps. Obviously, the the big body of Bridget Haywood uh, really, really helps out. Uh, but I, on paper right now, uh, I, I you know, it, it looks better than I thought. I, I mean, obviously, Josh looked good in his debut, but uh, – uh, and for the Wizards, but I I really like what Dallas looks like. They look like a, a better team right now. I agree with you, Karan Butler matching up uh, against uh, some of the bigger powerful, or excuse me, small forwards in the Western Conference, um, like your Mellows, and that's why I say they're closer to Denver. Brendan Hayward bringing some relief in the middle, uh, matching up against Nene and Kenyon Martin. These are things that uh, Dallas didn't possess. They had some skill players, but not to this level that now you have a true, true number two scorer. This is a guy who's going to put balls up consistently where kind of Josh ebb and flowed a little bit. And speaking of Josh, for the Washington Wizards, is this a player or is this a time in his career where you think that he might be able to go and find his old form in Washington? Well, uh, obviously right now with the absence of Gilbert, it's going to give him a lot of time. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, at this point in his career, I don't know what he thinks about his name or, or, or how it's viewed publicly, but this is always an opportunity to kind of shed the good light on yourself, if you will. Uh, I think he can go out, contribute, play hard, uh, and obviously, uh, you know, help out in the community and, and be a good pro. Uh, and I think he could probably be a fixture in Washington. And you know, hey, never you never know what can happen because hey, there's trade bait, and and, and we always need uh, players of value. So uh, as long as he brings back and restores his value, I think that's a pre pre premier for him. Yes. Well, Portland and the Clippers made a trade. Portland gets Marcus Camby, uh, and the Clippers get Travis Outlaw. Did Portland give up too soon on Travis Outlaw, or are they, or are they saying Martell is our guy? And Martell, Martell Webster, that is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, obviously they gave uh, Travis a, a good go. Uh, he is a talented player. Uh, I would have liked to see him maybe hold on to him a little bit, and and just for the sake of having your whole unit together and seeing what type of players, because he's obviously a player who's rangy, uh, who's obviously a tremendous athlete in, in terms of uh, jumping and, and getting up and down the court. Uh, but I, I do think he has a lot to offer, and he had a lot to offer the Blazers. Uh, but I do think that uh, he will be okay, obviously, uh, with the Clips. Uh, I do think he fared well under the tutelage of uh, Nate McMillan in terms of teaching professionalism and obviously defense, and and that's what is going to be one of the mainstays for him uh, in the in the league is the fact that he's always uh, willing to take on the better competitors, and that's where he needs to be going. 
No question. The Wizards being nice, everybody, because no one is better with the Clippers. Uh, the Portland Trail Blazers, Wizzle, get Marcus Camby. Are they trying to make a playoff run, or is this shoring up their middle? What do you think about Mr. Camby? Well, it obviously shores up their middle, and it's, uh, if he doesn't come and, and produce and, and, and shine, shine that good light, uh, it's going to be released from the books. So uh, we'll see what he does. Uh, obviously, I like it right now. Uh, he's the type of player that, that really fits in well, honestly, with, with what Portland does. They're uh, a fiery crowd, fiery group of guys that really feed off the players, a uh, fiery group of fans, rather, that feed off of the players. Uh, I just think it's a good fit right now. He's playing probably some of the best ball that he's been playing. He seems to have been uh, relatively healthy, and uh, I think that uh, he's got a lot to contribute, so uh, why not? No question about it. Now, last but not least, Wizzle, New York City gets Tracy McGrady in his debut. He scores 26 points. Eddie House comes off the bench and gives 24. We know Eddie House, a flat-out shooter. You cannot leave him open anywhere, anytime, or he's knocking it down. But, T-Mac, uh, in a lot of ways, you look at Dan Tony's system, and he's been able to rejuvenate careers. You know, Steve Nash, you look at what uh, what he did for the Matrix, Grant Hill. These are guys who came into the system, and all of a sudden you see Steve Nash, two MVPs, crazy numbers. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with, obviously, his skill level, but the system as well. And the Knicks now have that system. Trace McGrady with his skill set. Now, we're talking he, he looked good, he looked fresh, but coming back, being able to go back-to-backs and those type of things, playing 30 minutes, could we see a, a new revamp, Tracy, or is, just, or is this just an a, a exhibition for the offense? Well, I do think that it was a cup, uh, a combination of both. Uh, obviously, uh, you look at the, the time off that Allen Iverson had, and, and he kind of had a tough game, uh, his first game back. It kind of shows you and uh, the doubters, if you will, that T-Mac still has a lot of game. Uh, he still has that size, and in terms of being a two-guard, that's, that's a natural weapon. We're talking somewhere around Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Doug Christie size. So, uh, I mean, uh He's got a good chance to rejuvenate himself, uh, rejuvenate his career. And the key thing is that if he's growing as uh, mentally, as he's growing with his game now, he finds the game comes easier. So maybe he'll become more effective and take, uh, you know, take less shots and put more pressure on the defense. That is totally correct, Wizzle. Your insight is always on point. Anybody and everybody out there appreciates the Wizzle insight. As always, Wizzle, it is appreciated. Until next week, we will see you same time, different day, of course. We're going to see you on Saturday at 5 o'clock instead of Sunday at 6. My (laughs) brother, until next week, we will see you. Awesome. Everybody out there in, in Radio Land, go out and support your local Chicken Shack. Get you something deep fried and get it in. I'm out. <laughs> As you guys see, you heard him say, get some chicken. We having five chicken tonight and bread. We doing it ghetto, fabulous style, and it's delicious. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. I told you it's going hard from now on. It's a new zoo review at Love Talk Radio with Infinite Love Talk Radio. You're going to get it real here. Peace. All I do is grind, I just score again while y'all napping on the sideline. I'm like Shaq tight, y'all like 5'9", so that must be the reason that your face is in my waistline. Should I call time? You need a minute? Yeah, that's my bad, I forgot, y'all ain't even in it. I don't have to cuss up in my raps to complete a sentence. Wordplay long, and my microphone's on, but my radio's off, cause that auto-tune's gone. Look, can anybody really sing anymore? And that's why we cry when the great ones die. Cause they use it cause the soul in a way we can't describe. Marvin Gaye, Michael J, Teddy P, y'all to me, will never be replacing what I always strive to be. Cause they say R&B is dead, but I know it's a lie. It's just patiently waiting for me to bring it back to life. Uh, and I got this, I got this, I got this. We
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.